Sassy? Still under the rock. Sassy is brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Remember, adopt. This is Koinonia. This is Community. I'm Tom Brown and uh, a good friend, Bobby Brewer, in the studio. Man, it's good to be back. You know, it seemed like the last time that you were here, I wasn't uh, part. I was you were in this seat, and it seems like we put bubble wrap everywhere in the wow. studio to make sure that you were safe. Yes, that was a very good-natured <laughs> joke. <laughs> that was a uh, now uh, the yes. background. You right. had had a, a pretty pretty scary a mountain bike accident. Yeah. Are you familiar with the TV show? I shouldn't be alive. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, what's uh, July? 2010, I was out mountain biking out in a McDowell Mountain Park uh, by myself, which, of course, you're not, not supposed, supposed to, do, to do. But the plan was to beat the heat. You know, right. So, hey, I'm going to go out early in the morning. And so, um, yeah, you know, long story short, had an accident. You know, it's just it's like taking your eyes off the wheel of a car. Just That's all it takes us half a second, and you're yep. in an accident. So lost control and then uh, actually landed on my back. You know, so here I am mountain biking all by myself. I'm, I couldn't breathe. You know, it's like the... <gasps> Yeah. I had to catch more, you know, you know the expression, oh, seeing stars. Like yeah. I thought that was just for Tom and Jerry cartoons, no. but I actually saw stars. Like, yeah. oh, whatever. It's like little baby lightning bugs <laughs> flying today. And so, yeah. uh, you know, he's then looked down at my hand and uh, my my wrist looked like a question mark. And, oh, uh, my. It's kind of freaky. It's kind of like a werewolf movie. You know, you're looking at your hand. It's all deformed. Changing, you're like, yeah. ah! And so, anyway. And you're so, out in yeah, the middle of nowhere. Out in the middle of nowhere. And so. Uh, by yourself. By myself. I get back on my bike. I figure, you know what, if I can just get on my bike. Because it takes forever to hike out. So yeah. I got on my bike and, you know, prayed, you know, which my sure. prayer was basically, Jesus, help. <laughs> you know, that, that was my prayer. But, uh, yeah, made it to my El Camino through the bike in, drove myself to the emergency room. And I had a, I was scheduled to cover for a show here at KPXQ. Uh, just a few days later, I wanted to honor that commitment, and so I came in, and so, uh, yeah, I think uh, you and uh, Diane, a few others, yeah. put bubble wrap all over studios yeah, to make sure I wouldn't have any future. Just wanted to make sure you were case. safe while yeah. you were in here. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, doing well, so it's good to be back here a year later. Now, you've got a couple of things coming up. Uh, tell us, first of all, where you're at, uh, where you're pastoring. Yeah, I am a pastor of spiritual formation and single adults at City of Grace Church. Uh, City of Grace is a multi-site church, so that's a term that's really become popular in the past five years, a movement anywhere. It's like one church, but many campuses. Mm -hmm. And so we have a campus on 96th Street in in Cactus in Scottsdale and uh, a campus on 655 East University in Mesa. And so uh, with single adults, uh, what I'm trying to do, Tom, is just rather than... Sitting rather than just waiting for Mr. and Mrs. Wright, focus on being the right person mm-hmm. during that season and get involved in the Great Commission. To me, the single adult culture is a culture that needs to be evangelized and discipled. So we have a ministry on Wednesday nights. It's called Compass. Uh, Compass meaning, you know, find your true north. You know, we believe that, you know, there's a lot of mess just going into single adult culture. But Jesus uh, provides the accurate direction and, of course, obviously the scriptures provide that uh in tandem so we meet on wednesday nights it's kind of like a coffee house type ministry it's about 70 single adults come out and so you know, if any single adults are out there listening if you haven't if you don't have a single adult ministry at your church or maybe you're new to the valley i want to invite you to come check it out so we have a meal at seven that way you don't have to slam a burger down but you can come and get something pretty decent and then it's a uh, normally interactive teaching i actually do a message and actually allow people to text in questions to me nice and so that's actually normally the favorite part of the evening. So 
Anyways, going back to, um, got some things coming up here. There's a couple things. One is it's actually on September 11th. Uh, it's a Sunday this year. We're, uh, we need some help at Habitat for Humanity. And so we're looking for some help. If you can come out on a Sunday, it'll be from 1 to 5.30. Actually, take that back. It's 1.30 to 5 o'clock on September 11th. We're looking for some single adults to get involved at Habitat for Humanity on that day. So I think it's kind of cool to be rebuilding Absolutely. even 10 years later, but rebuilding yeah. here in our own city, making a different, making a tangible difference right. you know, in Jesus' name. And so if you're interested in that, uh, you can just go to compassmovement.com is the website. Or you can become my friend. On Facebook. on Facebook, just like you and I are friends. I, I th- and I think you should because uh, your world travels are, are very interesting. Well, thank you. Seriously, yeah. I mean, I'm not well, just you. joking. It's I appreciate. I, that. I really follow. And I, you know what I find the biggest uh, advantage of Facebook is for me is I am able to pray specific prayers mm-hmm. for my friends, no, not just yeah. general. Oh, I want to pray for Bobby today. Whatever it is he happens to be doing. No, I'm able to say. You know, God, I know he's traveling home today. Bless him. Keep him safe. You know, I agree. You know, for me, Facebook, you know, in spite of all the jokes about it, and sure, it has its flaws, Mm -hmm. but it's changed our world. It really has. You know, and it does enable me and you to keep in contact with people or to at least be in the loop. And sometimes you'll wonder, hey, I wonder what so-and-so's doing. Right. And sometimes you can just at least find out what they're doing. And, you know, sometimes even, uh, like, you know, when you log up, you get that first page. You know, sometimes people post a scripture verse or... You know what I'm saying? So right. to me, it's a blessing as well just to, you know, you get these unexpected. Sure. Now, Habitat for Humanity, I want yes. to encourage people that don't disqualify yourself. Oh, well, I don't have any building skills, so I have nothing to contribute. You couldn't be further from the truth on that. I have seen people that had never even held a hammer before have a wonderful time uh, helping at a Habitat for Humanity project. Absolutely. And I I just got back from a trip to Argentina, which was a work-related project for the most part. And same thing, I'm, I'm not, I don't consider myself a skilled laborer, you know, so basically I'm a grunt for Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yep. I can I can push a wheelbarrow for Jesus. I can right. swing a hammer. If someone just shows me how to hang sheetrock, hey, I can do that. And so at Habitat for Humanity, it's the exact same thing you'll be trained on something that you feel comfortable doing. If you don't feel comfortable doing a particular task, we will find something for you. So we have that. And then in October, uh, we're going to have a retreat on personal evangelism. So October 14th and 15th, I want to extend an invitation to any single adult out there who would like to learn how to share the gospel. You know, what I've discovered is that, you know, as a pastor, so often we're telling our congregations, hey, you need to tell people about Jesus. But today in 2011, a lot of people are asking the question, okay, but what does that mean yeah. exactly? How do you do that? And so, well, we're going to teach you exactly how to do that. And I've also learned that sometimes the reason people don't share the gospel is because they're afraid they'll be asked a question they don't know how to answer. Right. I know that's one of my personal fears. And now, just so you know, we actually have on Wednesday nights, we're doing a, uh, we have a segment called Taking It to the Streets. And literally, and I, just like you said, instead of me, this go around, uh, God's given me this radio show. Instead of me sitting here and say, Hey, you should, uh, you guys should learn how to evangelize better. Well, I've got Rick taking me out. Mm-hmm. We've already gone out once. We're going to go out again this week Nice. and, uh, we're handing out tracks. He's coaching me, not just telling me, but coaching me on how to do this. And I'm experiencing, and I'm telling you, you know, when I first said, okay, I'm going to commit to doing this, sweaty palms, mm-hmm. 
all the nerves, one of the things, oh, gosh, what if they ask a question I don't know the answer to? Right. Yeah, well, you know what? There's about 12 questions that tend to come up. Uh, they'll be repackaged in some form, but we got a pretty good grip, more than likely, what will come up during a spiritual conversation. Mm-hmm. So that way, uh, we'll actually, during this uh, retreat, it'll be up in Prescott, by the way, October 14th through 15th. Um, during that time, you'll learn how to handle these most common objections. That way you'll have a little bit of confidence as yeah. well. Obviously, the Holy Spirit will use you, but, you know, we also want to study to show ourselves approved. And, yeah, within our culture, we, we think we know what the common objections are. Right. And, you know, sometimes that's simply a barrier to people. And if we yeah. can remove that barrier, I feel like God's used us to bring, you know, more light into the culture. Well, Bobby, it's a blessing to have you in here. And I, I want to make this a regular uh, a regular exposure. You come in and share with us. I mean, uh, we've been eight minutes into this, and we haven't even talked about uh, uh, postmodernism right. at all. I mean, you know, you know, that's one of my yes. uh, topics because I, I I'm praying for young people, uh, specifically the Seven Mountains of Influence. You know, trying to get young people into areas of influence in our culture, not to you know to r- rule, but to just influence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, put godly people in places of uh, a significance in our culture. Yeah, you know, I couldn't agree more. You know, I mean, we have to get our feet wet, and, you know, we need a new generation of leaders. Yeah. And uh, who better to reach that generation than those who have come out of the postmodern culture, you know, are now followers of Jesus, too. Mm-hmm. And just like being a missionary, now they're able to go back and to speak into that culture and make disciples. You know, it's, it's like in missions, you know, you always talk about wanting to make disciples of the indigenous people. Well, you know, really postmodernism has done that too, the United States and Canada. You know, there's been such a culture shift that, hey, we need people, born-again believers, who are yeah. in leadership positions. And there's so many things. I still remember you, you when you were writing your book and doing research and just when you were working with youth at, your, at one of the previous churches that you worked at, man, I didn't really fully get how the culture had drifted so far away from just basic knowledge of the tenets of the faith. Meaning, you know, the young girl that drove up to the campus and said, hey, what are those three T's out in the parking lot? Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was referring to the three crosses, you know, yeah. in front of Scottsdale Bible Church, actually. What, what are the three T's? You know, of course, you know, I want to say, you know, were you raised by wolves or have a yeah, but Exactly. Fortunately, the Holy Spirit was with me. But, you know, Tom, I could ask our listeners, I mean, how many of them can really explain what is the menorah? Right. We know that's important, but what exactly is that? Or mm-hmm. what does the crescent moon mean to a Muslim? Right. Well, we know it's, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's the exact same thing with their culture is that, yeah, they know the cross. There's something about it, but they don't know it means death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Right. Necessarily. And, and for me, that was that moment. Hearing that story was the wake up for me. It's like, Tom, you, you know, you're letting people down. You need to know. You need to, you need to be a, a, a student. Right. Uh, if if you're going to pray, if you're going to be intercessor prayer, yeah, the Holy Spirit can move you. But you know what? Your prayers will be more specific, more, uh, you know, directed if you have some knowledge about what's going on. Yeah. I like the example of Paul in Acts chapter 17. You know, he begins with uh, reasoning from the scriptures because he's with Jewish people in a synagogue. And then later in the chapter, he's in Athens, and he uses a statue to an unknown God as a segue for sharing the gospel. Yeah. All right, Bobby, it's a blast to have you back in here, and uh, I'm glad to see that uh, you're, you're healed up well and all Thank that's uh, uh, well on its way. Why don't you give us a quick review of the two events that you got coming up? Yeah, so we have two. Uh, September 11th, uh, we're looking for some single adults to serve at Habitat for Humanity. That'll be from 1.30 to 5 o'clock 
And then we're having a retreat for single adults to learn personal evangelism, apologetics, and Prescott on October 14th through 16th. You can learn more at compassmovement.com. Go to the activities, and you'll get more information there. Compassmovement.com. And uh, you can always uh, friend Bobby on Facebook as well. Yes. And uh, your book... Uh, I guess, and it's still available, still right? Still in print. Yeah, Postmodernism, What You Should Know and Do About It, second edition is out. Okay, great. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks for having me. You are listening to Koinonia on AM 1360. Let us know about your upcoming event. Log on to kpxq1360.com and click on Community Events. Breaking the Press DVD giveaways tonight on Koinonia, and uh, right now, caller number 99. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Bill just fell out of his chair. I'm totally kidding. Caller number two at 602-274-1360. That's 602-274-1360 to win a copy of Breaking the Press, a DVD out and available to you for free at 602 602- 274 